Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We're uh, wrapping up a message series today that we, uh, that we call Anchored. And what we've been doing for the past three weeks and are going to wrap up today is exploring the idea of what does it mean to anchor our faith, okay? If we are going to be the kind of people who, who have faith, who practice faith, and as life throws things at us, right, life throws chaos at us and problems and struggles and illnesses and, and breakups and divorces and, and all these kinds of things that life has in store for us as humanity, how can we intentionally keep our faith anchored, right? There's so many things pulling us in so many different directions. So it would make sense that on some days, some weeks, some months, some years, we just don't feel as strong in our faith as others. But what's cool about faith, and I mentioned this quite a bit, is faith is something we are empowered with, right? God has empowered us with faith. He's empowered us to choose faith, to bring faith. And that's, I mean, that's the spoiler alert. So I mean, I'll tell you this now, and then you can leave if you want to go catch an early brunch. Here's the spoiler alert is you can choose to bring faith. Sometimes when it, when it comes to faith, when it comes to those spiritual things that we receive from God or really feel connected to when we're praying or, or, or singing or at church, when it comes to those things like faith, sometimes it can feel like or it can seem like, well, I, I wish I had more faith, but I, I just don't feel, I don't feel like I have faith. Or I wish I, wish I had stronger faith. What do, I, what do I need to do? What muscles do I need to work out, right? What, what exercises do I need to do to get stronger Faith. So I want to have just a little bit different of a perspective, maybe not different than you've ever heard. But if you, if you didn't already know this, a core value of ours here at the heart is choice. We lean heavily, heavily on choice. We, I, I think it is the juice behind every major decision that we make in our life. I think choice is what makes Jesus's actions on the cross so incredibly powerful. And so when I say choose faith, I, I, I mean that in the most empowering way I can for you and what's going on in your life. Speaking of what's going on in other people's lives, has anybody uh, been in traffic lately at all, ever? A few hands. Anybody know what a car is? Let's just back this up so everybody can be on the same page. There's something about driving in traffic. I, I, I'm not saying I always feel this way, but depending on how, the kind of day I've had, I feel this way. See if you can track with me. Is that anyone who is driving faster than you is obviously an idiot, reckless, maniac, right? And anyone who is driving slower than you is dumb. Y'all ever feel this way? <laughs> is it just me? Okay. All right. I don't mind sharing it, right? It's this, it's this one perspective, this one view. I am judging all of these people, and when I say judging, I mean judging. I am judging every single one of these drivers based on my point of view, based on my perspective. 
they rush past me and they, you know, they get ahead of me and we're at the stoplight and they're one car ahead of me. I'm like, saved you 15 feet. You almost killed me back there. They didn't, but it only saved you 15 feet. I don't, I can't, I, I, don't, I don't understand what you're thinking. Or, 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 or this happened to you, okay. You're at a stoplight and really no one pays more attention to that light turning green than the second car in line. You know what I'm talking about? The first car they, they might as well be in wonderland, you know? But that second car knows exactly when the green. And I'm always like, sorry. No, I'm not texting and driving, even though I am good at that. I'm just kidding. But we have this one perspective in our life. And it's not just traffic. It happens all the time. It happens in relationships, conversations, marriages with your kids. You have, you have one perspective. You have your perspective. And everything that happens to you is seen, is seen through this perspective. But what if, what if we could shift our perspective a little bit? And by perspective, let's replace that with the word faith. Can you shift your faith a little bit? Can you change the way? Can you, do you have, are you empowered? Is it possible? I'm asking. Is it possible that you can be empowered to have strong faith when you want it? Is that possible? I think it is. Is it possible that no matter what the situation is in front of you, no matter what the struggle is that you're dealing with, Can you be empowered to say, I am bringing faith to this situation? Because if I just look at it from my normal perspective, my faith isn't big enough for this problem. And however you measure your faith. Some people measure their faith in how many times they've been to church or how many times they think God has been mad at them or, you know, how many Hillsong songs that they they know. So however you, however you measure how strong your faith is, maybe you've had an experience where you're like, man, I, I wish my faith was stronger Because I don't know how to deal with this. What if looking at faith in the way that we look at perspectives of people that we deal with in our life, what if we looked at faith that same way and said, for this particular situation, I need a different kind of faith, a different kind of perspective. And like I said a few moments ago, what's brilliant about what God has done for us is he has empowered us with faith. It's not this thing that he's kind of holding back. He's like, well, prove yourself first. Let's see, let's see how this week goes. Last week was a doozy. Let's see how this week goes. And if you do good and you mind your P's and Q's, then we'll give you a little bit more faith. That's not how faith works. It's just not. It's gifted and empowered. Not only is it gifted to us to have faith, we are empowered to choose faith. Now, this isn't one of those things where um, uh, it, it's on you now. Now it's your fault if you don't have faith. That's not, that's not what this is, okay? The message is not now that you're empowered to have faith on days when you have low faith, that's your fault. That's not what I'm saying. Being empowered with something does not come along with guilt for not being able to use it or utilize it. Being empowered with something is more about how can we remind ourselves, remind each other that we can choose to have faith even in a situation that has none. 
How do we do that? How do we bring that? And, I, and what I love about this is that you don't need to be a Bible scholar. You don't need to come to church every week. All we get to do, all we have to do, you don't have to be a strong Christian. You don't have to be, I don't, maybe you don't even have to be a Christian at all. That's the power of this gifted faith that we have. Now, I want to look at a couple of verses today. Because I, you hear this phrase a lot. You've ever heard this phrase? You want to have faith over, anybody know? Faith over fear. Did anybody say fear? I really set y'all up for failure there. Sorry. <laughs> it's a very common phrase that I just made up. <laughs> right, sometimes we think, uh, uh, you know, if we're afraid of, a situa- afraid of what might happen in a situation, we might tell ourselves or somebody might tell us, you got to have faith over fear. Faith overcomes fear. And so sometimes, sometimes, and I don't know if you're like this, it's okay if you're not, but I kind of I kind of get in this mode, or I can sometimes think, or I've seen people experience this, where I'm either afraid of what's going to happen, or I'm this incredibly faithful person. And if we look at, let's say, faithful people around us, and we say, well, I don't know if I'll ever be as faithful as that person, that person has strong faith then all of a sudden, this gap between I'm afraid of what's going to happen, whatever the situation is, the gap between that and being faithful, now all of a sudden there's a mile and a half. Because you look at like, how can I ever be that faithful when, I'm, when I have this fear of what's going to happen? So as we, just for the time that we're together in the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to be the kind of people that just shift our perspective. We just shift the kind of faith we want to have. Let's just say that we are magically uh, uh, capable now of saying, I am going to have big faith today. Nothing happened. I'm just going to choose to have big faith. I'm just going to choose to trust God relentlessly for the next 18 hours. After that, who knows? But I am going to choose to do that. What if you had the power to do that? And if you had the power to do that, let's say you did. Let's say you were empowered to do that. Now, this thing that might happen that you're afraid of, now you don't need to ignore it. Now you can face it. Now you can face it knowing that there is, there could be something happening. See, it's not fear or faith, in my opinion, at least for today, at least just for the next 15 minutes. I think you can practice fear and faith. Whatever you're afraid of, bring faith to it. Don't pretend it's not there. Don't ignore it. we got to bring faith to it. I looked up a few uh, verses on faith, and and you might be familiar with these, okay? They're both going to be out of the Passion Translation, and the first one is 2 Corinthians 5, 7. It's a very tiny little blip. This is written by a man named Paul. It says, we live by faith, not by what we see with our eyes. It's a simple idea. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Practically, in life. Because <laughs> pretty much all the decisions I make are made by what I can see with my own eyes. What I heard with my ears. What I'm listening to and experiencing with my perspective. And most times, I can convince myself that my perspective is correct. <laughs> But if I always have this one perspective, what happens? What happens when 
I start to experiencing a little bit of fear. I start to experience a little bit of a doubt, a little bit of frustration, a little bit of what do I do next? What if this happens? What if that happens? And what I think is that it is powerful about our faith is you don't need to get rid of that thinking. You don't need to get rid of that emotion. You don't need to get rid of that whole experience to be able to experience faith with it and in it. Let's say that were possible. Now, whatever struggles that we face, now we can bring faith. What if you don't have a lot of faith? That's okay. You can choose to have faith for this. Just for this. And watch what happens to the way that your faith changes, the way your perspective changes. When you say, no matter what the situation is, I get to choose to bring faith. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's not. I think I said last week or the week before that some days I feel like, I don't know if anyone's ever had as much faith than I have today. And most days I feel like the opposite of that that everyone around me seems to have more faith in things that are going to turn out well or turn out for the best, and I'll just spend an entire day fretting and worrying and stressing about some decision, about some outcome. Second verse I want to share with you is uh, out of Hebrews. Now, Hebrews, I am not a Bible scholar, so I, I look, uh, just look this up, kind of the history of it is it's not for sure known who the author is and not for sure known who the audience was, but kind of the the, the story of Hebrews is it's a few big examples where the author is comparing Jesus to some of the greatest things that have happened as far as God revealing himself to us and consistently saying Jesus is the greatest display of God revealing himself to us. And so this part here in verse, uh, or chapter 11, verse 1 Watch what it says about faith. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Faith shows the reality. Picture something in front of you, right? Faith will show you the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Again, a very beautiful sentiment. Practically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. How is there evidence for something that we cannot see? This is what I love. This is what I love about faith. Is that faith is this thing that can't quite be, you can't quite hold on to it with one, with one hand. It's like this, it's something that, that moves around. It's not, it's not a solid thing that you can point to and say, that's faith. It's more like this cloud around us, a spirit, if you will. The spirit of God around us that is, empowering us, pulling us forward, pushing us from behind, all at the same time. Faith is this wind in our sails. Except with faith, we get to choose when we want it. That's the beauty of this gift. That's the beauty of what God has done with faith, is that we get to choose. There's something I, I wrote down that I want to share with you. Faith over fear is a choice, not strength. So I, I, I'm not saying that you're not strong or that, and I'm not even, I would never be one to tell you that your faith isn't strong enough or that you need to have stronger faith. I am saying, again, just today, just for the next few minutes, that the amount of faith you had is not proportionate to the amount or to how strong you are as a Christian. 
It is not proportionate to how many Sundays you've been at church. It is not proportionate to, you know, we were talking about earlier, how you measure the strength of your faith, faith. However you measure that, the amount of faith you can have in the next given situation of whatever you have going on in your life, this thing that you've been thinking about all day or thinking about all week, you don't need to have a strong faith already to face that. Whatever you're afraid of what's going to happen or, or, or is this person going to say this, whatever that fear is, you don't have to already have strong faith. It's not about strength. It's about choice. And we can choose to have faith while we feel fear. Maybe there will be a time where, where the fear of that particular situation or the fear that might, what might happen in this relationship, whatever it happens to be, there will be a time, most likely, where you will no longer feel fear about the outcome of that situation, right? Time will help that. But this choice of faith, what we get to do is say, while that's happening, while I still feel it, I'm not going to wait for it to go to choose to bring faith in. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to wait for it to go away. You don't have to wait for that fear to be gone for you to say, I choose to have faith today. And maybe I won't, I won't be able to do it tomorrow. I won't be able to do it the day after that, but today, but today. I'm going to see what it feels like. I'm going to give myself permission to have big faith for this. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that when you make a choice to do that, when you let yourself think that, when you let yourself experience that, you will start to see your faith grow. Maybe you'll experience that you had more faith than you thought you did, only because you let yourself choose to have bigger faith than you think is possible. What a fun thing to be able to do. I wonder what that could do with our faith inside, inside here. I wonder what that could do. I wonder how that could change the way we think about the problems that we have in our life. Okay, uh, last thing I wrote down. Nope, made two more. Okay, watch this. Faith does not mean, does not mean we ignore what we see. Right? We have a fear or, or, or something's in front of us. I think 2 Corinthians said we walk by faith and not by sight. What if we did both? Because I get what it's saying, but at least the way I experience it in my life, and I'm not saying the Bible's wrong. How I experience things in my life is a lot of what I deal with is through my eyes and ears and my experience. So if having faith, choosing faith, it doesn't mean we ignore what we see. It means we choose to see with more than our eyes. Yes, we can see the problems in front of us. It's like if you're, uh, watch this. It's like if you're walking. Let's say you're learning to walk. And as you learn to walk, or let's say you're going on a hike, or you're going, there's some, there's some rocky terrain that you've never been to before. How would you walk? You would probably walk like this. You're looking to where your steps are, right? You're looking to make sure where your steps are. Little kids, when they're learning how to walk, or it's more, you know, kind of like the arms out like this, but... You're looking to see where your steps are. You're looking at what you can see. There's really no time for anything else. But as you get more comfortable, now you can lift your head up and you don't need to look at exactly where you're going to step. Now you're looking at your surroundings. You're aware of so much more. And that's what it's like to be able to practice choosing faith. 
Maybe in the situation you're in, you do need to look down at your steps. But what if, just between this step and this step, you looked up and got a good sense of where this might be going? And you say, I'm not sure about this step, next step, but this next step, but I am sure that I am going to trust God. I'm going to choose to trust God. I'm going to choose to have faith today, today. I'm going to choose to have faith in that this is the direction I want to go. Last thing I wrote down for you is this. Faith brings spiritual context to our physical struggles. Faith will help bring a spiritual context to what we literally have going on in our life. And I think one of the best places we can practice finding this context is in traffic. That's why I brought it up. Because here's what, here's what you can do. There was one time, I'm not proud of this, but I, in fact, I wasn't going to share this, but I think I'm going to. I was in high school, and we had a basketball game, and it was like an hour away from the house, some playoff game, something like that, whatever. Um, and it was an hour away, and so, you know, me and a couple of friends drove out there, and we were leaving, and I could, I recognized this car as we were leaving, you know, this mile, or this hour long back home. I recognized the person in this car next to us as one of the referees at that game. And he was speeding like crazy. Um, and I thought it would be funny. I was a kid. I thought it would be funny to drive fast as well, and when he got in the left lane, flashed my light so I could pass him. Uh, I'm not proud of it. I'm just telling you a story, okay? And so I did that for about 30 minutes, and then something clicked in me. Now I wasn't looking at this guy in this speeding car through my perspective. 30 minutes into this game I was playing, incredibly dangerous game, by the way, I thought, you know what? What if this guy is in a hurry to get home because there was some emergency, right? He was stuck at the basketball game because he's doing refereeing, but what if, what if he has to hurry up and get home because he got a call while he was, you know, refing the game, and now, you know, he's, he's got 10 million things on his mind? Well, I never, never really thought about that before. Ever think about other people? <laughs> <laughs> And so I wonder, the next time you're in traffic, now if somebody's at a stoplight, they're looking at their phone, I mean, you lay on that horn, right? We all agree with that? But what if, what if, <laughs> what if other people have different things going on in their life than you do? Can you imagine? <laughs> what if somebody's having a terrible, awful day? And they're not thinking about the light turning green. They forgot to turn the blinker on. Now, I'm not saying to every scenario you have to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, but what if you did? <laughs> what if you said, however this per whatever this person is doing, whatever the situation, however this is affecting me physically, mentally, healthily, I want to be able to say, I am going to choose to have a different perspective. I am going to choose to have faith in this. I'm going to choose to have faith in this person. Choose to have faith in this situation. Choose to have faith that no matter where this goes, that God is still with me.
That's the power of choice. Is that for the rest of the day, and that's, you know what, I think that's going to be my challenge for you all is for the rest of the day, give yourself permission to have faith, to have bigger faith than you have now, to have bigger faith than you've ever had for whatever situation you have going on in your life. See if it does anything. Maybe it could. Maybe it will. What a fun experiment to try. What's lost? What's lost if we practice having bigger faith than we have? I think nothing. I think what's brilliant about that is you don't have to, you don't have to wait for something good to happen, right? Sometimes we, we, let our, we let our faith grow or not grow depending on the outcome of a situation. So what if we gave ourselves permission to say, I'm going to choose to have faith no matter what happens. Watch what that can do to your faith. If you could close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads, I want to pray for you today. I don't know the situations that you're dealing with in your, in your marriages, your relationships, your parenting at work. But I want to challenge you today. With your eyes closed, your heads bowed. I want to challenge you today to choose to have faith. Whatever level of faith you have for that situation right now, I want to challenge you to choose to have double that amount of faith just for today. If you want to accept that challenge on the count of three, put your hand up. One, two, three. Put your hand up real quick. Okay, go ahead and put it down. God, we are so grateful for the faith that we have been gifted by you. God, we're grateful that we are empowered to stretch our faith, to grow our faith, that we don't need to wait for the right moment. We don't need to wait for the fear to be gone. We don't need to wait for the situation to resolve to be able to choose to bring faith. So we're grateful for that. We love you, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.